love this shit, man. What's going on, baby? We back again. Episode number 18, Borsh's Boys Podcast, brought to you by Pretty Boy Suni and um, Fat Boy Courtney Hendo. What's up, baby? What's going on, Suni? What's going on with you, baby? How you doing? How was your week, my man? It was good, bro. I'm chilling. Everything's good. Can't complain. I'm in uh, I'm in L.A. right now, uh, hanging out at, at Justin's spot. I want him to get ready for this. For his fight next week, is it next week? Two weeks from now. My boy Suni out here. We're not in the studio today. We with uh, when um, was it? Uh, copy and copy, steal. Copy. I'm surprised you got it right this time. I was gonna say <laughs> copy and trace. signs on the wall. That's why. <laughs> hey, I was gonna say copy and trace studios, but we need Chris, so we're gonna keep it copy and still today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, you were you in his studio today? Yeah, when this and I look looking, I'm looking good in the motherfucker right now in the studio, boy. God damn, Chris, we're going to start making a little transition over here, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> you like that spot better, oh, bro? The, these lights hot as hit my face. You know what I'm saying? Woo! Might, Lord, I mercy. You might have to move over there, huh? God bless you, Chris. God bless you. You know what I mean? All right. Well, we might. I might have to make a visit to the to the to the copy and steel humble abode. What's going on with you though, man? So uh, my boy Suni's out outside of uh, outside of the studio. I'm in the copy and still studio. We're just sitting here talking about these fights. Crazy week of fights, bro. Nuts. Crazy. Man, insanity. Man, we had like bare knuckle, bo- bare knuckle boxing. We had Bellator fights. We had UFC mm-hmm. fights. We yeah. had some street fights. A little <laughs> everything, bro. Fight some fights, man. Good, good week. Uh-huh. Good week of um, good week of fights for sure. You know what I mean? Well, before before we get into all those all those fights, let's let's get into these to these classic fights. Oh, I want to. Uh, one thing I want to um, bring up too, man. God bless okay. my girl Michelle, man. Look at this picture. God <laughs> damn! If y'all remember Michelle, Michelle came on the podcast last what five episodes ago. Man, go to her Instagram and give this motherfucking picture a like and subscribe to my girl Michelle. Hey, Michelle, girl, I love you, girl. God bless you. God bless you. It's Michelle. Michelle dot M I B E L L E. I don't know how to spell how you pronounce Michelle that. Michelle Mabel. Mabel. Yeah. God bless you, girl. Yeah. God damn. What do you think right. about now that? that now that we're done being all googly out over Michelle, can we? <laughs> Michelle look good in the motherfucker, bro. She look good, bro. No, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. Would you rate Michelle out of a ten? We're not doing this today. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing this today. I'm not doing that with you today. <laughs> Stop hey, it, man. Stop it. Why are you always doing this, man? Every time every time I come on this goddamn podcast, Courtney be trying to set me up. <laughs> set me up. Serious. Hey, I remember our first episode, I bring that question up, right? I was like, we mentioned some girl and um like some oh, yeah, ring girl. Said, we, yeah, you said who's the who's the baddest ring girl? Uh, name the baddest MMA fighter, and I was just like, I can't. <laughs> I, said, I can't. I said, hey man, we need to start rating these girls on on, on air. Soon he pulled me to the side, like, bro, we can't do that, man. I don't want to. Do- <laughs> nah, we can't do that. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that, bro. I don't oh do that. shit, bro. That's what we just because I feel, you know, you know, it's a, I feel I don't want people to feel like alienated or you know whatever. Who so, gives a? F- just leave it. I leave it like that. Who cares about it, bro? Hey, man, we need to start rating these girls. If we need to start rating these girls on air, give us a, a, a thumbs up or, or hit us in the comments, whatever it is. When we start, I, I want to start rating these these ring girls. I want to start rating these fighters. I want to start rating all of them, man. 
You know what I mean? But my boy as long, as long as it's you and not me. <laughs> I'm okay with that as long as it's you and not me. Oh, I don't man. want to be no part. Of, I don't want to be a part of that. I love it, bro. I love it. Hey, shout out to my girl Michelle, though. You know what I mean? Hey, hey, hey. Um, I, I say that for later. I'm about to talk about Valerie Bellator. You see her fight this weekend? We yeah, we can talk about. It. I have God bless opinions. her. We can talk about it. God bless. We can her, talk bro. about it. God bless her for sure. So we got classic fights, and Absolutely. you picked a very interesting one today. Yes, I picked cyborg. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I picked Gina Carano, Cyborg. Um, legendary, man. That's a legendary fight. I feel like that cemented the the ground, the pavement, the 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 um, you know, the pavement for MMA, for women's MMA. You know, that was yeah. a very, very important fight for women's MMA. Um, once again, Gina Carano's a legend. She uh cyborg for sure, pioneer of the sport, you know. So and that that fight was one of my favorite fights, one of my favorite uh, women MMA fights. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, I put her on my um, my my uh, MMA. I can't even talk MMA Mount, Mount Rushmore. Rushmore. That's, a, that's a, it's a hard one. That's, that's a, a hard one, ass, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't talk. Period. Ass. Then you try to you know incorporate that. So I, I put her on yeah. top of my my mountain is and everything. So man, I had to pick that fight. That was a crazy fight. Of course, Gina lost that fight. But shout out to my yeah. girl Gina Carano as well, man. Yeah, was that a beast. decision? She lost a decision, right? Yeah, yeah, she left decision. Yeah, was it? That's kind of crazy to me that 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 she went to a decision with Cyborg when Cyborg be finishing everybody. Yeah, yeah, man, it was yeah. a good fight, bro. That was a really crazy fight. Definitely, that was a really good strike fight. force, strike force fight. Back I think and forth. I think that I think that might have been like my my second or third time watching Gina fight. I didn't really know too much about women's MMA at that time either. So that was like that was one of those one of those fights that got me. Uh, more interested into the in, in the women's MMA fights, and she was a pretty girl too at the time. Yeah, you know I mean? everybody was like, "Yo, she's she's beautiful, hot." You know that's how it is. That's what that's what brings that's what brings the MMA fans in. You see a cute girl doing MMA, everybody's like, "Oh, I want to watch her fight." Yeah, you know. So yeah, I mean, yeah. Shout out to Gina Carano, man, killing shout it. Shout out to Gina Carano, big fan. Uh, what about you, and my, then my classic fight? Uh, was Yair versus Korean Zombie. Uh, and this fight was actually kind of crazy. I remember, I didn't, I don't, I don't remember watching this fight live, but I, I watched it after the fact. Um, that was a fucking crazy ass fight. Yes. And we could go into why that was crazy and the whole Max fight, you know, a little bit after. But for those of you who haven't seen it, I feel like anybody that's watching MMA now has definitely seen that fight. So I don't need to go too deep into it, but. One of the craziest back and forth fights ever. Who was winning that fight at the end of it? Do you think before Yair landed that elbow? That was a very close fight. Um, I would say, I want to say, Zombie had that fight to me. I thought so too. Yeah, I feel like Zombie had that fight. Korean Zombie had that fight, and it was just, bro, that came down to the end, like like the last split Literally second, bro. Two seconds left. Yeah. My God, that's probably one of the best fights. In the books, they put it at zero or like one. Like it is the latest knockout in history. Latest knockout ever. Yeah. Bro, because as soon as he hit him, the bell rang. Yeah. So it was like, it was right on on time. But I mean, have you noticed though, even Yair, he loses a lot of fights, but he put on like some legendary classic fights. Some good performances. Amazing yeah. performances, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even, you know. I love his, his stand up. I feel like. He pivots on the feet. He reminds me of uh, Lomachenko when mm-hmm. he strikes. 
Yeah. Like he, mm. he can stop on a dime and like look the other way and he'll be like right next to you, like breathing on your neck. Yeah. Mm. But why does he, why does he keep losing though? That's the question though. You know what I mean? I mean, I think, uh, I think the, for him, it's, it's more, mm, that's a good question. I think the reason why he's probably losing is because he cares more about the fight and trying to find a finish than he does about trying to outpoint somebody. Yeah, you know, and then he's really unorthodox as well. He's not like a standard striker, you know. So he does a lot yeah. of slick stuff, you know. what I mean, so I don't know. I mean, he just he's like losing a lot of fights. But like I said, like he's putting on some crazy performances. Though, right. So he looked small yeah. next to Max yesterday. Like there was a couple of times where like he tried to jump at Max with flying knees, and he looked like a little mm-hmm. brother getting flown across the room. Like it looked yeah. like he was just hitting rocks. Like. Yeah. He's not the big of a guy, you know, to tell you the truth. Like, you see Max Holloway? No, no, no. Yeah, yours not that big. I mean, Max Max is pretty big, though. Max is big, but Max is tall and lanky. So yeah. he, he, he appears to be bigger. He's just tall and skinny. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. yours not that big. Yeah, yours probably 5'10, you know what I mean? You know, 5'9, 5'10. Um, okay. Smaller guy, too, as well. But I mean, bro, Max is just tall. So, you I mean, he gets that advantage, that reach advantage, you know, everything. And um, yeah. did you see? Yes, did you see? Well, let's 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 talk about this. Let's talk about those fights then. Those UFC fights. Yeah. Did you you watch the whole card, or you or you caught only like a few fights? I, I watched the like last was the last three or something like that. I mean, the card was kind of all right to me, you know. But yeah. the, that last, of course, the last fight was fucking stupid. You know what I mean? But um, I wasn't uh, I wasn't yeah, into that card, right bro. On the screen, yo, it, chaos, bro. They were all knockouts crazy, though. Bro. Yeah, they were all finishes. That dude is crazy. It was in the yeah. main card. But did you see the yeah. the Ben fight? Oh my God! Ben Rockwell and yeah. that Brazilian dude. Yeah, that Brazilian bro. dude got in his ass, bro. Yeah, with no grease. Shout out to <laughs> with no grease, bro. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, but yeah, that one there, bro. He just went in like nah. full speed. You see that shit, Sunny? Bro, yeah, he was he was losing his fucking mind in that fight. I was like, what is ha-? yo? I don't know, man. That should be scaring me sometimes when dudes just be. Running at you full like he was swinging like he was really trying to kill him. <laughs> he wasn't playing. He man. was really trying to kill him. Nah, he was not playing. No games. Yeah, no games was played. I was, um, I was kind of tripping. Like, was damn, it? Ben still fighting, bro. Yeah, bro. He's been fighting for a long time. He's been fighting for like twenty years, <laughs> yes. which is crazy. How the fuck is? I mean, you know, these heavyweights got different, like different kind of longevity. Yeah. It's real interesting, man. Absolutely. Heavyweights have very long careers. Yeah, yeah, man, it's crazy. So decent fight, though. This, oh wait, based on that fight, how did you guys feel about like the the Herb Dean drama? The fact that like he touched them, oh, because he touched and them, and then yeah. when they stopped, he was like, ah, I wasn't sure about it. Like, see, I think, I think, so that ha- I've seen that happen a few times with Herb, and I think it's he's not he wants to stop it, but he's not confident that he's making the right decision, and he backs off, but. Like Dana White said, once you touch him, the fight should be over. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Once you touch somebody, you start pulling them off. You can't just be like, oh, yeah, keep fighting. You know what I'm saying? So I agree in, I, I agree in that sense. But then on the flip side, it's like sometimes you might touch him and it's not, and, and, and it's not the right thing to do. So you back off. But I think when, what, if you watch what Herb Dean did in that moment, he touched and started to pull. When you start to pull, the fight should be over. It's over. For sure. It's over. Yeah, it's over. Game time. 
It's over. Congratulations. Yeah. Sorry I fucked up. Take accountability for your actions. I feel like, yeah. you know, that, that referee job is not an easy job. That's a very hard job. It's definitely not easy. It's definitely not easy. It's super hard. On top of that, you get a lot of scrutiny from the fans. People, mm-hmm. you know, you got social media, Twitter, all that in your ass just if you make a wrong decision. So I think mm-hmm. they're thinking not twice but three times before they, you know, you know, pull a, pull a fighter or make a move. And I think, I think Herb Dean second-guessed himself. You know what I mean? He did. And, and he just got caught. He, but, he, he but, he, but he's human. Like, he, you know, he can make mistakes. No, you can't. How many, time, how no, many, you can't. How many, how many great calls has he made in nope. comparison to this, you know, one or two fuck-ups that he's had? You can't make no mistakes. Because then, you, I mean, you're fucking somebody's career up. You no. Know I mean? There's no mistakes. I, see, I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's a fair. It is fucking fair, bro. That's your job, bitch. No, I don't think so. No, I, it's not his job to be perfect, though. Yes, the fuck it's it his is, job bitch. To, it, no, but it's not. It's not his job to be perfect. It's his job to try to make sure that he makes the right decision, but you can't always make the right decision. Your job is to be perfect, just, bro. The referee's human just like all the rest of us. Fuck you him. Know what I'm saying? His job is to be perfect, bro. That's his job. His job is not to make no mistakes. His job is going there and, and, and see it, uh, call the decision the way uh, the way uh, he, he sees fit. But it ain't, and you can't make no mistakes in that, bro. Especially that shit that uh, he just did. I, I, I don't I, I don't agree only because in this particular situation, I feel like that wasn't really a mistake because the guy didn't get hit more. He second guessed himself, bro. What you mean wasn't a mistake? What you mean? He, bro. No, the mistake, the, the only mistake he made was that he touched the guy and the fight didn't stop right then and there. But what okay. I'm saying is it's not like it's a gigantic mistake because the guy, didn't, Ben Rothwell, didn't take any more damage than he needed to. I agree you with know that. what I'm saying? I agree with that. I agree with that. Now, now, if it's like how Yamasaki used to be letting people die, like <laughs> taking taking 20 extra punches when they should the fight should have been stopped long before, that's nah. a different story. I kind of, You know what? I'm the type of dude. I I rather I rather him take a couple of twenty extra punches than than pull him off early. I don't know about twenty. I don't know about twenty, but in and of those, course it's in, not twenty in, but. in the UFC and especially in those high profile fights. I'm gonna let you fight, bro. Yes, I'm gonna let you fight. If I'm a referee, I'm gonna let you fight until until you. I clearly see that you're not defending yourself anymore. I mean, like I say, bro. Like I, I mean. It's a hard fucking job, man. It's a really hard job. It is. You know, it is it's a really hard job. I mean, some people be like, "Oh, you pull them off early." Then some people, "Oh, you pull them off late." It's like you can't be. No matter what you do as a referee, you're gonna be wrong. Damn near. You know what I mean? So even like DC nah. was talking about Jace, Jason. You know, Jason is. He's one of the best as well, and DC was talking shit about him a couple of weeks ago. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, know. I poke I know. Some shit. But see, the, but see, and even then, it's like you talk shit about him, but he's making a decision in such a short amount of time based on a lot of information. And one other thing I want to point out too, that I think is very different. And I was thinking about this on Friday when I was at uh, some LFA fights, which we'll talk about. I want to, I want to talk about that in a little bit too. But um, the thing that I wanted to point out was that when you're actually at these events and you're sitting cage side and you can see exactly what's happening, it's way different. Yes, sir. Watching a fight cage side, and seeing what's actually happening up close and personal versus watching it on TV. Yes, sir. You know? And so, or even watching it, like, outside of the cage. Like, the referee has the best fucking... He can literally see the see everybody breathing. He can hear sounds that we can't hear. Yes. He's hearing how hard people are hitting. He's hearing maybe people's breathing patterns or somebody grunted or whatever. Like, there's a lot of things that we don't know that's happening in that cage. That, that a referee can see and feel that we can't as people watching on TV. 
And that as people like uh, DC and Joe Rogan and all those other guys sitting at the commentators booth can't see either. Yep. You know? 100%. I remember shooting these fights, like shooting all those, like some of the best fights I shot, you know what I mean? And I remember seeing that. And when they get to the cage, let's say they're grinding a pound on the, on the cage and they shoot, I'm shooting right in front of them. Bro, you can feel the fucking punches, you can bro. Feel it. The yeah. whole ring is trembling, bro. Like, you know, every time he gets hit, you can feel that shit. You know what I mean? So I remember, like, even when I'm shooting people that I knew, it's like I get emotionally attached to it. And I'm like, I can't even shoot because I know this person and they're getting their ass whooped mm. or something. Because, like, how you said, so that was a good fucking point you just made. You can feel, like, the, all the attributes, like, you know, saying the other things, like, you know, the breathing there. You know, you can, you can feel it instead of seeing it as well. Yeah. So it's it's a different perspective for sure. That's a good that's a good point, Sunni. Really good point. Yeah, really good point. So, um, before we before we continue on this, I just want to say shout out to my teammate Jenna Bishop. She fought in LFA uh, on Friday. Had a crazy fucking fight. With a, uh, the the way they were promoting the fight was like high level jujitsu black belt versus high level uh, judo black belt, and. Dude, Jenna was taking this girl down. She knocked her down and striking. Like it was a it was a great fight. So if you guys got UFC fight pass, go watch that fight. It's on it's on there. It was the the I think it was the co-main event mm-hmm. or two fights before the main event. I'm not sure, but great fight. There was a lot of good fights on that card, but you know, obviously that'll shout out the teammate for that performance. Shout out to Jenna. Does she look good <laughs> at all? Does she look good? Huh? Does she look good? What do you mean? Like in the fight? Does she look good? Period. I'm not. I'm not doing it. Why how is she, she look, doing baby? This, how man? she look, baby? I'm not doing this with you. <laughs> how she look? I mean, she got some. I mean, can you get she some? Look, she looks like Jenna. That's what she looks like. Who's like Jenna? Man, come on, man. Let's let us see something. No, show us something. No. Did she win no, or lose? Did she win? It. Did she win? What'd you say? Did she win? Yeah, she won. She won. Un- okay. Unanimous decision. She won. Congratulations, man. Congratulations. Yeah, I was going to say. Shout out, shout out to Jenna. I was going to say, uh, she, if so, she lost, though, if she would have lost that fight and she looked good, it doesn't matter if she lost. If she looks good. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. We it, can talk about. I actually want to talk about that. Because, yes. Because, yes, I want to talk about that a little bit later. When it comes to, to your girl, your favorite, your favorite female fighter. Oh, um, my God. But let's talk about these UFC fights. Let's just, let's just go with the main event, right? So. Mm-hmm. What'd you think about that fight, Max and uh, and Yair? Boy, um, I will say this: Max's boxing ain't shit. Fuck y'all, motherfuckers! <laughs> <laughs> See, you trying to have these motherfuckers chasing after you again? Keep playing. Oh, hey, I- I'm gonna let y'all know. For anybody that's listening, that that listened to the last. There was it two episodes ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when he was talking, when he said uh, Kamaru Usman was better than fucking. Izzy, yo, they've been crushing you on social media for the last two weeks, bro. My guy, I'm talking about TikTok, Facebook, um, 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 uh, what else we have? Instagram, we have Instagram Twitter, bro. I have YouTube. been murdered on the on on social media lately. Hey, I tell you a story, a quick story before we go to this go to this fight. Uh, my boy, he, yeah. he caught COVID, right? Quick story, real real quick story. My boy caught COVID and fucking had a a. a Shout out to my boy Dominic Hill. Dominic Hill caught COVID. Big fight fan. He's all in MMA. He trains and everything. Caught COVID. Got a blood infection. Had to get another heart because of COVID. Right? Had to had to get a whole another heart. A whole fucking another heart, bro. Holy shit! Okay. Because of COVID. Um, just got out of surgery. Everything. Doing people doing news stories about him and shit. Shit crazy. 
Barely made it. Yeah. This motherfucker was like, hey, man, I seen what you talking shit about, Izzy. <laughs> <laughs> He My said, man was in the hospital bed and said, you fucking bitch, you get the fuck out of here. So what the bullshit. fuck are you talking about, bitch? <laughs> it's crazy, bro. He said, man, I seen, your, I seen your podcast, man. You and SUNY, bro. What the fuck are you talking <laughs> Yo, you get ready to give my man a heart attack in that bitch, You know man. what I'm saying? <laughs> he said, you going to disrespect Izzy like that, bro? Are you kidding me? Shout out to my to boy, you. man. Shout out to my boy, Dominic Hill, man. Dominique. You, yeah. can't, be, you can't be disrespecting Izzy like that, bro. Man. Hey, uh, I'll tell you. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, Holloway, man, Max Holloway. He 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 was. He is pretty nasty. I did see some clips of him before the fight of him just the head moving. And he was saying he the best bo- best boxer and all that shit. Well, yeah, he is pretty nasty with them hands, man, for sure. Shout out to Max Holloway. We need to get Max on this freaking podcast, bro. We need we to do. get Max. We do need to get Max on here. Hell yeah, man. Man, one one thing that I'm that I'm realizing that I like about that fight was Max was fucking mixing it up, bro. He, he was shooting takedowns. He was clinching. He he fought a very uh, complete fight, I think. Yeah, more complete than we usually see because you know usually he's just standing on the outside boxing people up, but you know he was doing like I said he was doing takedowns, he was clinching a little bit more, doing some ground and pound, showed some jujitsu. So I thought I thought that was a I thought that was a really good performance from him, man. Yeah, and shout out to Yair, man. He he brought it too, man. I, I didn't expect him. He did. I'll be one hundred percent true. I mean. You know, like this is I'm just a fight fan. I love this shit, bro. I love I love yeah. watching MMA and I, I don't want to be shitting on anybody, you know what I mean? We just like I said, this is a podcast, we just recap, we talk about the way we we feel about it. I thought Yair was gonna get his ass whooped, you know what I mean? I thought he was gonna get his ass whooped. I thought he was gonna fight. get I did too. You know what I mean? But he held his he held his he held his own on that one. He did. He, he did. held his own. He did way better than I expected, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um shout out to him, man. That was a good fucking fight back and forth. You know what I mean? He's got caught. He just had Max was a little bit better. That's all. He's a better better yeah. man that night. You know. What I mean? So now so, let me let me let me ask you this: mm-hmm. Do you want to see Max Volk versus uh, Volkanovski again? That got a bad taste in my mouth, man. I, I felt like he he won that last one, bro. I he don't. Did. I, I felt like he won that last. You one. know what I mean? Like, ah, fuck it, I'll take it, bro. You know, ah, I will say a Brandon Ortega, but he killed Brandon Ortega, bro. So. Ah man, I was. It's, it's a tough, yeah, it's a tough situation for him because if he fights, if he fights Alex again and loses again, that's four. Nothing you can say. Four. Fights. That's three. That's three. three. They, all fought, they all fight. They already fought no, three times. No, right? they only they only fought twice. Chris, yeah. they, they only they fought f- twice. Twice. Okay. Yeah. But I thought, man, you thought it was three because you thought he won. Huh? What happened? What do you say, Chris? Oh, no, I was going to say, you thought it was three because you thought he won. Like, yeah. You thought they were I thought he won. Trilogy. Yeah, I thought he won. I thought he won that last one. I, yeah, I thought they fought once. I thought he, he okay, yeah, you're right. It was two. But I for sure yeah. thought he won that last one, bro. So, yeah, I take a third one. Yeah, I, take I, a third he one. Def- I just don't, it don't make no sense to me how you knock somebody down twice in two separate rounds and still lose the fight. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, hurt, that makes no sense to me. That hurt my heart, man. And like I said, I, I like Max, but he definitely, I don't give a fuck what they say. <sighs> Do you think oh, hey, and, and I want to, I want to, I want to talk about this. And Chris, I want your opinion on this too. I want, I want both of y'all opinion on this. So, you remember, y'all remember when we, we for the for the Usman fight, uh, DC was like, "Oh, that was a takedown because he got behind him and his knees touched the floor and all that kind of shit," right? Mm-hmm. So, are we do? 
this is, I guess this is what I'm trying to understand. If in MMA, it's not as easy to 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 clearly state who's winning the fight and who's not. Right. In boxing, for everything that happens, we understand what is scoring and what is not scoring. We understand what what counts more than another thing. And I feel like for every combat sport, we we understand that except for MMA. Like in boxing, for example, if you get a knockdown, it's clear as day. That's a 10-8 round. Right? Mm-hmm. For some reason in fucking MMA, you get a knockdown and a motherfucker can still win the goddamn round. Or it's a 10-9. How is that possible when yeah. I dropped you? Especially well, if I dropped you more than once. Well, we already so, know. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Huh? No, what were you saying? No, that was it. I was just, yeah, that was it. Well, we're going to know that like, the judging is flawed in MMA, man. It's a big problem. It's been a big problem. And um, from my understanding, like, it has nothing to do with the UFC. It's the commission. So the UFC has nothing to do with the, the judging, you know, it's the commission. That, no, I know, the, I, know, I know that the UFC doesn't, but I guess what I'm trying to say is, do you think that the way to get to a place where we're better at judging what's happening in the fight so we understand it is we need to have more clearly defined scoring criteria for because sure the scoring criteria right now is some bullshit in my opinion for sure. that and live scoring for sure dude if they had fucking live scoring that would be so much better yep. so much better because you know like exactly every what the fight fuck is happening get more every interesting. round do you think they should have replays oh hell yeah when you say replays what you mean well, because I, I like, you know, like, you know, in baseball or some shit, you know what I mean? If between the, between the round, you can go back or something like that and you can look at it. The thing, and, and this is to Sunni's point, it's confusing because they do have replay access in certain uh, states. It's just every state is different. I think like Vegas and, and, allows and the replays, it New York doesn't. I think it's a different, I think it's different too with the replays because. What you can use them it's for. It's not. They, I think they only use the replays for fouls and stuff like that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. not for actual scoring of things. The minute a replay is accessed, the fight is over. I think they right. should, but I mean, I only thing I would say they can't stop it. They can't slow down the the the, the flow of the fight. So it had to be between yeah. rounds or something like that. They can replay, re, maybe replay it and see it. You know, uh, you know whatever the situation is. But I don't know, man. I think I, they need to do something for sure because this is it's getting out of hand for sure. It's yeah. getting out of hand. Yeah, you know. So and and one thing I want to uh, one thing I want to mention about that too, in regards to DC saying, "Oh, if this was wrestling, uh, then that's a count. That's a takedown." Number one, it's not wrestling. It's yeah. MMA. Yes. And two, if we're going to use that logic, then by, that means that by default, every other striking sport, if you get a knockdown, it's a ten eight round. Kickboxing is a ten eight. Muay Thai is a ten eight. Boxing is a ten eight. So if we're, if we're going by that logic of oh if you if your knees touch the floor, then that's a takedown. Then that means that every time somebody gets knocked down, it's a ten eight. That also means that really that that takedown rule then goes into question because in jujitsu it's not a takedown unless you control for two for two seconds yeah. or three seconds. So now which rule set are we going with if we're doing that? It, it, it just doesn't make sense. We need to have it clearly defined. Preach, brother. It needs Sumi. to be clearly defined. Preach. I agree with that. Hey, I second that. I got another question for you guys. Yeah. So we posted something on Instagram, and uh, Kobe, after the fight last week, he said that since he, uh, <laughs> he said since he won like you know half the rounds of those two uh, fights with Kamara Usman. Oh, this is a good one. Yes, yeah, finish it, finish it, finish it. He's saying that he should be pound for bound, number two pound for bound. 
pound for pound in the world. Do you think he should be number two pound for pound? No. What you think, Chris? Hell no. <laughs> That's no. So Can, uh, do you want me to explain? I'm, Please. I'm so glad that you asked me that question. Please. Let me explain why he should not be, because he didn't win. Wait. And it doesn't matter. And it, it the, the the reason why Kamara Usman is number one pound for pound, obviously it's because of people believe that he has a good skill set, but also it's because he's winning fights. Yes. Right? You can't be number two above, you know, a Volkanovsky or above a Izzy or above any of these people when they're on winning streaks. These people are champions. These people are not. Like, yeah, you had a close fight. And yes, that means for your weight class, you can be the number one ranked or the number two ranked or whatever outside of the champion. But you can't call you can't say that I'm the number two pound for pound fighter now because I had a close fight with the number one pound for pound fighter. You didn't win. Right. And so to, to add to that, too, yeah, to add to that, Kamara Usman's fighting different opponents. He's not fighting that one single. Yeah. Find that same person. So I mean, a different pro- opponents, a different style. A different style makes fights, and he's hundred percent. He's running through these motherfuckers though, in different in different um, different opponents, you know. So by him just fighting that same opponent, yeah, he probably got his number. He fought he fought him before already. He knows, uh, you know, since they already fought before, he always had a game plan. He you know he has that experience. So he comes in the second fight, it, it should be closer. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I, no. and another thing too that that. I think is important is that as of right now, I I don't believe that Kobe Covington is going to beat some of the people that are in the top five. You don't I don't think, think so? he beats Gilbert Burns. Really? I don't think he beats Gilbert Burns. I think he how does. you gonna beat Gilbert Burns? How you gonna does. beat Vicente Luque? I think you're uh, not beating them. He's he, not. They hit too hard. He's not beating the Vicente. He's not, not Vicente. He's not beating Vicente Luque. No, he's not. Not not even close. I think. Whew, shit, bro. I think Vicente might give uh, Usman some problems. I think they would. He would. That's it. I think, in my opinion, that's his hardest fight is Vicente Luque. On Below the Belt podcast, he did say that you know Usman whooped his ass. He was whooping his ass in the gym. That's the only thing. He said that. Yeah, he said that on uh, Brendan Shaw's podcast. But um, mm. that's the only. thing. I'm surprised he admitted that. Yeah, well, man, he's being real. They used to be training partners, I guess. You know. Yeah. But I mean, other than that, I I truly feel like he'll give Usman some problems, but. Um, and Kobe, I think he'll run through Kobe. Um, but Gilbert Burns, I think, I think he I think, definitely give Kobe some problems. Oh shit, he'll run through him, bro. But I would think that Kobe would beat Gilbert Burns, though. Why? Because uh, Gilbert Burns is still coming up. He needs some experience. Um, Kobe has feel like he has more experience in bigger fights. Um, and I feel like okay. Kobe will push a pace on him. Kobe hands are not 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 that bad, bro. His hands are straight. No, his hands. His hands are good. It's just that he doesn't have enough power to to, to make somebody respect. I agree with respect that. him. I agree with that. But I mean, like yeah. that fifth round, bro. He, I say he, it was close that fifth round with the uh, yeah, Usman. Listen, as much as I dislike Kobe for this character and all this bullshit that he's doing, you know, there's not a single person that can say that he's not a good fighter. Yeah, I agree. There's nobody that can say he's not a good fighter. There's nobody that can say that he's not tough. 100%. He's both of those things. One hundred percent. But. The the reality of the situation is he just does not hit hard enough for, for certain people to be able to to respect his his striking. Yeah, one hundred percent in I the agree. fight in the fight itself. Yep, I agree. I agree. So when we get back to this fights, uh, um, so let's 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 talk about bare knuckle boxing. 
Ooh. Um, I didn't get a chance to watch that card, but I heard that the fights were crazy. I know you watched it, so yes. talk to me. Tell me, tell me what happened. My guy, this is my first time actually a, a whole card of bare knuckle boxing. Okay. Oh shit! Is that Hector right there? Yes, right there? bro. Yes. God damn. My guy. Okay. Bare knuckle boxing. I saw the press conference. Yeah, I saw the press conference, and homie walked up and took yo. Yeah, that was some that was some gangsta ass shit, bro. My man walked up, snatched the belt, said, "Do some bitch. <laughs> what you gonna do? Nothing." He walked off with his shit. That's funny as hell. My guy, my my dude came up like Debo. You know what I'm saying? And, and Friday, yeah, bro. Did. Let's go. This is my bike, pump. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying, my guy. That, I mean, I'll start. Let's start with like you know the whole card was pretty dope, man. I would say bare okay. knuckle boxing. They got something. They got something, bro. That was I was entertained, bro. That was a good fucking. That was a good card. They 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 put together. Can I, can I tell you before you before you get into it? Yes, sir. Yeah, I, it's a, it's a hard. I have a hard time watching it, man. I don't know why. Like just the fact that they don't have any gloves on and they're just punching each other bare fisted. It. You know, maybe I'll come around to it. I don't know, but that shit is brutal, bro. It's yeah, too. It is. It's too brutal for me. That's, as crazy as that sounds for somebody that's been watching MMA and watching Pride and people getting stomped out and shit like that. Something about somebody punching another person in the face with no gloves on is crazy. I I feel like if I agree with you, it does seem a little too barbaric to me. But I will say this: if they put like something on their hands, something maybe. Something like a little piece of. Cloth I mean, they got they something. got like something for their wrist, right? So they yeah. don't break their wrist. Yeah, the wrist is all wrapped, but their their hands yeah. are just. They need to put some on those knuckles, bro. I think they're people. Yeah, will... but see, if they the moment they put something on the knuckles, it becomes MMA again. <sighs> or no, not really. Do you think? Do you think it would be better if they did boxing with MMA gloves? No. No, bro. It, wait, it kind of has was, to be. No. There was one organization. I don't. Probably like five years ago. Big knockout mm-hmm. boxing. Did you ever hear of it? Mm-mm. Um, you said big knockout boxing. Yeah. So it was an octagon. It was boxing with MMA gloves, but there was no cage. Like the wall mm. was at like a forty-five degree angle. So mm, kind of like the kind of like the karate combat style. Yeah, it was pretty dope. Uh, it led to like just striking matches where like, you know, you got to stand in the middle. It's also a smaller octagon. So that might uh, be pretty dope, bro. Actually, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm kind of it's kind of sinking in a little bit. That might be pretty. Hey, dope. I mean, I mean, karate combat is fucking dope. I, I like that shit. I think yeah. that shit's tight. It is. But it is. but back to the, this bare knuckle boxing shit. I, you know, like I said, I just I don't know. It's, it's a little weird for me. So what what happened on the card? I know Pearl Pearl fought, right? How did she do? Oh, bro, I know Joey, so I don't want to say too much. Well, I mean, I'm just getting my opinion. I mean, that, it was a good fight, bro. Her and uh, mm-hmm. Joey's girl, back and forth. But I do say Pearl kind of pulled that one off. I I did okay. say I I do say Pearl had to. It was like a slugfest, bro. They could have went either way. But I say Pro had the more cleaner strikes and Pro had better hands. It was just they're just slugging back and forth, and um, to yeah. the bell, bro. I mean, Pearl did Pearl did amazing, bro, and Joy's girl did amazing well too. Um, but I think Pearl pulled that one off. I think she did get robbed on that one. I watched it two times, and um, I think okay. Pearl Pearl got robbed for sure. Um, how 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 long is their uh, how long is their their rounds? 
Two minutes? Uh, I think it's two or three. Three minutes, isn't it? Isn't it three minutes, Chris? I think it's three. Three minutes, yeah. I think it's three minutes. How Bro, many rounds? Three rounds. Three rounds, three minutes. Three rounds. Interesting. Bro, okay. but man, it's good, bro. It's the way they film it, it's a different light. It's 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 entertaining, bro. Motherfuckers be getting knocked out though, bro. Like, bro, it ain't like a little MMA knocked out. Like, bro, they be like sleeping. Nah, yeah, people. I know, I know. They be I know. tripping like with how blood. They, how they used to be knocked out on World Star. Yeah, That's how they be bro. <laughs> That's they be, how they be dripping with blood. Everything. I'm like, oh yeah, this is crazy, bro. This is crazy. But that's what no I'm way. saying. Like you punch somebody in the face, and they be having a big ass gash under their yeah. eye and cuts all over their forehead. That's crazy, bro. Man, crazy. I can't wait like, for Cerrone to do uh, bare knuckle boxing. Donald Cerrone? No, I don't want to see that. Donald Cerrone? Oh, no, he better not. Nah. You don't think he no, will? Nah. But I do nah, want to see Mike Perry. not going to go well for him. Because they, they Mike start Perry, yes. I want to see Mike Perry. Boxing. I want to see that. I'm signing up for that. Mike Perry in bare knuckle boxing? Yes, sir. Yeah, I might watch that. Yes, sir. Sign me up. I might watch that one. Um, the main so event. Let's, let, let, I want to talk. Yeah, I want to talk about that that main event. My guy, oh boy, uh, I forgot the guy who's fighting um, uh, Hector Lombard. Hector. Yeah, bro. Hey, like I said, Hector came in too, man. He put some couple hands on old boy, bro. He he held his own too. But the other guy's a beast, man. Uh, not this guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, him though. No, no, no. This that's guy right that's here. over there. Yeah, yeah. My guy, bro. That's yo. They was they was going at it, huh? Bro, back and forth, my guy. Just just dropping bombs on each other. And he, you know, he just he just he was a beast, bro. He just he just kept swinging. He was connecting, and he put the hands on Hector for sure. He won that, that fight. That was for a decision sure. too. Yep, yep, that decision. I don't mm-hmm. want to. I don't know how them fights go to decision, bro. You swinging that motherfucker's bare knuckle, and it's going yes. to decision. Big motherfucker too, bro. That motherfucker was like a gorilla in that cage. And uh, that, so he beat Hector, and he got the belt. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely, man. Good fight. Though. How much? Real dudes, good fight. How much you think them dudes is making <sighs> doing bare knuckle boxing? I, I, you got man. I don't even. I don't think there's a sum of money that I would ever accept in order to take a bare knuckle boxing fight. I was gonna shoot that bare knuckle boxing, and they're making a shitload of money, bro. They're making probably double or even triple more than these UFC fighters. Why do you think these UFC fighters are going over there? I mean, they must be making some good money, but is it worth it? <sighs> I don't know, man. I'm not a fighter. I'm too cute for that shit. That's a, that's you, bro. You know nah, that ain't me. Listen, I, you know what I mean? Hold on, bro. I, I don't think there's. I don't listen. I feel like that is no longer. It's no longer skill for me at that point when it's bare knuckle boxing. That Why? just seems like like I'm trying to get you out of here. I need to go home because <laughs> that's a, that's a yo bare knuckle boxing to me seems much more serious. That's mm. not a that's not a that's not a competition. That's not a sport. That's not. Well, I, I just MMA is already MMA is already like right there for me. But when you do bare knuckle boxing, it's like, I can, how do you even stay technical? I, I'm I, trying to knock you the fuck out and go home. Well, you should do that in MMA too, right? Well, yeah, you should. But what I'm saying is, you can be a little bit more calm in MMA. I feel like that. You you can't, bro. Bare knuckle, you can't even grab nobody in bare knuckle boxing. I feel you. What you supposed to do if a motherfucker's lumping your ass up? You can't even take him down or nothing. You well, got to take that L. That's boxing too. <laughs> that's that's what uh, Jose was saying last week with, with the uh, last podcast. He was saying that you know boxing's way more harder than MMA because of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree I, with that. I, I totally think understand boxing it. is a lot more a lot more difficult. Uh, yeah. A lot more difficult than MMA, but I think Muay Thai is the most difficult out of everything. I agree. I agree with that. That'll keep boxing. 100%. Yeah, hundred percent. So let's go. Kickboxing is fucking hard too. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's go into this card, this uh, Bellator card too. Well, I know you want to talk about your girl, so let's let's go ahead and get into God. let's get into your girl already. 
Ooh-wee. Um, oh, actually, no, 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 no. We got to okay. talk about this first. Okay. We got to talk comes about this knee. shit first. Yes. Because you sent, you sent me that in the group chat. <laughs> I you sent, sent me that clip. And I said, what the fuck is that? And then everybody started sending it to me after you sent it to me. And I was like, what is going on? Bro, so I didn't. He, I still haven't heard the audio yet. So did he actually say something? Because I saw he pointed at the dude and yeah. then ran at him and threw the flying knee. But did he say something to him? Yes, bro. 100%. What happened? I have never seen no shit like that in my life. My dude, my dude was piecing him up. Then he was like, hey, I'm about to knock your ass out. Put it, pointed to the ground and every fucking thing, bro, and ran up to him, homie, and flying knee that motherfucker to the cage. That's wow. the coldest shit I've seen, bro. That has to be one of the top five uh, knockouts. Just, just yeah. because he, hey, Sunni, just because he called it before he did yeah, it, because he pointed, yeah, because he pointed and said it, bro. Wow, how cold is that, bro? How how cold is that? That's cold. That's cold. But see now, okay, now I, before we move. To, to some of the other fights on the card, I want to ask you this. Do you think that somebody like that bring bringing eyes to Bellator does anything for, for Bellator's brand? Fuck or is yeah. it only going to benefit that fighter in that moment? Well, I think it will benefit both because he's a part of that brand. So, of course, it's going to elevate that brand. And, and like I said, that's some stuff that you kind of usually see in the UFC, not Bellator. You know, that, that's true. that flashy, other than probably like uh, Michael Venom Page or something like that. So for sure, they, Bellator needs more uh, fighters who's more, you know, entertaining like that because it's entertainment. You know what I mean? So yeah. for sure, bro. I mean, that's one of the coolest shit I've seen in Bellator. That reminds me of the Ben Henderson uh, with uh, what, what's the old boy that wanted to crawl across the cage and kick Ben Henderson in UFC? Oh, uh, uh, Anthony, Anthony, Anthony Pettis. Pettis. Anthony Pettis. Off the cage. Yeah. Bro. That to me, that was up to the uh, up there. You know, what I mean, that's one of them classic moments. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, or uh, Claxon, Claxon, that's his name um, in Bellator. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Ta- Taiwan. Taiwan Claxon. Yeah. Yeah. He ran a bro. He flew across the he, fucking cage, bro. He did. He did. And he, he, li- oh, he literally boy. jumped. He jumped across the cage, grabbed the dude by the head, and brought his head into his knee. My God. <laughs> I was there. Oh, I was man. there during that fight. I remember that. I remember everybody was like, "What the fuck?" I remember that, man. Yeah. It was in um, yeah, that was was in a, Philly. That was a crazy. But episode. yeah, bro. I mean, stuff like that. You need you need more expo- uh, exp- ex- exciting clips and exciting fights like that to bring that audience to elevate that brand. So yes, he's an asset. If he can keep on pro- uh, producing some good fights like that, bro, he might be the best motherfucking Bellator man. And, and like I say, he can lose fights as long as he's entertaining. That's what I feel yeah. like Bellator is missing, the entertainment aspect. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think that's what we're saying, too. Like, they're missing that, you know, behind the scenes so we can get to know the character uh, before they get in the cage. But, yeah, sheesh. Bro, that was the coolest shit I ever seen, man. That motherfucker's like Bay Ruth on the mount, bro. This shit's <laughs> gone, bitch. This is about to go. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. Hell yeah! Uh, yeah, that was a, that was a crazy ass knockout. I didn't see nothing else from that fight, so I don't know. Um, I don't know if he was winning or losing that fight. No, nah, I'm sure he was probably winning though, based on yeah, on what I saw. Yeah, he was winning that fight for sure, 100. percent um, So let's let's talk about your girl Valerie before you even hype her up. I want to I want to I want to talk about the fight because I watched it. Uh, and it, this is it's. I don't. I, I hate to say stuff like this because as a fighter, you know, you don't want to hear stuff like this. But 
I just don't. I feel like Valerie is caught up in all the shit that's outside of fighting mm -hmm. so much that she's not really focused on what it is that she should be doing in the fight. Because I think that she's very talented. I know she's talented. I know she can she can go out here and and put on shows and finish these girls and and make a bigger name for herself. But for some reason, she just gets into these fights and she's like coasting and not doing what she's supposed to do. In my mind, at least, what she's supposed to do. Like she should have starched that fucking girl. Um, I have two different feelings about what you just said. Okay. From from, from a business standpoint, this is what we. We had a lot of conversations about this. Mm -hmm. I feel like she's making the right moves on the on the business a uh, business uh on a, in the a business realm and business standpoint of it. She has to market sure. herself. She has to get her out there. She has to do all these crazy things to get your attention. She uses her sex appeal to market herself. Well, she she mm -hmm. I, I I can't disagree with that. I can't say she's not making the wrong moves. So yeah, I'm not she, mad at that. So she has to do what you saying. She has to focus on the business aspect of the fighting as well, and I think that's what she's doing. But I agree with you as well. There has to be some type of balance too. Sometimes you yes. can get you can get caught up in that you know the Instagram, the sexiness, the attention that you're getting. She's probably a, she's bad, bro. Yes, but yes, let's, let's 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 call it for what it is though. Let's call it for what it is on the Butcher's Boys podcast. Outside of fighting. She's probably a fucking. Uh, I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna still. <laughs> still give her a number, but she's an average-looking girl outside of fighting. Nah, I don't think so. You think she's a bad like? Yeah, I'm gonna break this shit down. Yeah. Oh shit, you walk me yeah. up, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I think so. No, but here's no, why. I think no, so. here's no, why bro. I think so. Okay, here's why I think I'm about so. to eat your ass live on this one. No homo. That's okay. I mean, I feel like this is this is all opinion, but I, sure. I'll tell you why I think so. Yes, the reason why I think Valerie is attractive outside of MMA is one because she carries that that sex appeal outside she's like objectively speaking a very attractive woman she has a nice body she has a very pretty face she has a nice body she, looks, she, she has a pretty face she's she's latina she's latina so a lot and a lot of guys like latinas i agree so i think she's 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 she has a lot of things in her favor as far as like attractiveness is concerned in the regular world for a fighter, I think I think for a fighter, she's even more attractive. Yes. Than, because most fighters are not that attractive. But I think for if we're just talking about if it was a if she was a regular like model type of girl, hundred percent she's she's attractive. My God, how, how can you say that she's not? Because she lives in Miami, bro. I, I you know what? And and I thought about that in my head, and I still think that she's. I still think that she's attractive, even for Miami. And here's why. Because she's one of the more natural-looking girls in a place like Miami where everybody's fake. Have you been to Miami before? Yes. You've been to Miami? Yes. And you're saying that she's bad, and you've been to Miami? Yes. Yes. Don't, now, I'm not saying that there ain't girls that look better than her. Hey, I'm not saying... Chris. I'm not saying any of that. What I'm saying is... Copy and still. How can you look? How can you look at me and tell me that this, that Valerie's not bad? You sat here on this camera and she said you is. would throw any kind of money at her. Stop playing, Courtney. She's Don't bad do this right now. I'm not disrespecting her and saying that she ain't bad, bro. But when you go, go to Miami, Mister Suni, when you again, go to Miami. I Again, I don't think that you understand what I'm trying to say. No, to you're not you. understanding. I know, what it, you understand I know what's in Miami. No, bro. You know you fucking don't. 
Because every girl in Miami is a fucking 10, a 20 in Miami, bro. A, a 10 or 20 to who? That's the question. And what is it that you're looking for? Because they, you you might think that they're a 10 or a 20, but a guy like me who doesn't, who's not into fake asses and fake titties, who's not into lip injections and fucking Botox and all that shit, I see those quote-unquote 10s and those quote-unquote 20s. They're not attractive. They look like fucking fake-ass Barbie dolls. They're not attractive. And I'm sorry for anybody who's listening who's like that. But I'm just saying, that's not attractive to me, right? What? But somebody like Valerie is attractive to me because she has more natural beauty than a than a I'm gonna go get a, a, a go get my body done type of type of look. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna go get Botox and get my lips done and this and that. Like she doesn't have that look. That's not that shit ain't cute. You never been to, to Miami. You never been to Miami because Miami got all that, bro. They got the natural. Oh no, no, I know they have. They I got, know they do. And they what got, I'm saying is, the, she's in that category, bro. Miami got the, the bro. Oh my god, bro. <laughs> Miami got Miami got the bad the 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 girls you just just described. You got the the regular looking girls. You got the girls the, the girls next door looking girls. You got the natural looking girls, but see, bro. But, but see, you got the top of this the is top, the thing. my guy. But Courtney, but Courtney, I think you're. She set, is normal in Miami, bro. She's a normal. That girl is fucking normal in Miami, bro. When she comes to MMA, I, when she comes to MMA, bro, she's fucking a ten in MMA. I would. Is she bad to me? Yes. I will hold her hand, baby. Yes. I will drink your bath water, baby. <laughs> yes. You bad, baby. You are bad. You cold blooded, baby. I will hold your hand. Whatever I got to do, I will pay your bills. I will trick off on you, baby. What, pff, fighting? Why the fuck you need to fight when you with Hendo, baby? I you won't be fighting when you with Hendo. I won't let you fight because I will take care of you, baby. I'm your trick. I'm tricking on you, baby. But guess what? In Miami. She's about a motherfucking average, bro. Okay. And that's the fucking so, truth. So again, I just want to I want to <sighs> preface this by saying to you. If we're talking about the environment, like here, here's a perfect example. What's the difference between a quote unquote girl next door and a 10? It's lifestyle, right? It's not yeah. about how they look. It is about how the they girl look. next door. No, because the girl next door can easily look like a girl in Miami if she changes the way that she dresses and how she carries herself. Well, that's the girl next door. It's about what you look. About a per- no, hold on. The girl next door is more about a personality than it is about a look. It's more about how they carry themselves than it is a look. No, it's not. It's about how they look. Oh my God. It's Chris, about how they you, look. Can we get some Chris, input here? Chris, come on, bro. Wait, wait, wait. what's the debate? Chris, so uh, what what do you describe a girl next door? What 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 do you describe? No, that's not the debate. No, 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 no. That's not the debate. The debate is whether or not Valerie Lareda is is equally attractive within the MMA world and outside of the MMA world. I would say And I know you got something to say. What you got to say, Justin? Justin, put Justin on. Bro. <laughs> put Justin on. Justin. Hey, hey, Justin put Justin on. Said, Valerie's bad as fuck. But out in, in normal in, in Miami though in, no, in, in, in in normal life in Miami actually this is a great conversation because Justin used to live in in Florida good Justin and you've been in Miami a lot right Justin in okay. Miami so so Justin no no put Justin on can you can you put Justin in can you put Justin All in right, hold on I'm can you put Justin, Justin in on the screen but he don't he don't have no he don't he's not gonna be able to hear give him an AirPod hey he don't got no makeup he's on, not gonna guys. be able to hear what you're saying give him no an AirPod look at this motherfucker man you give him an oh, AirPod yeah, give him an AirPod here you go <laughs> you sexy motherfucker fuck you Justin hey man. what's going on brother hey man what do you what do you 
Do you think do you think Valerie is normal to listen to what I'm saying, Justin? Miami standards. South Beach Miami standards, bro. Do you think she's a normal looking girl? Miami is Miami is full of a bunch of plastic women. And, but I mean, see, 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 it's hard to compare Valerie to those standards. And I heard a bit of the conversation. And like, I, I, I know you're gonna be mad that I'm gonna agree with Sunny, but I'm gonna agree partially with Sunny because, like, you know, by Miami standards, all those girls got plastic. They got fake. They got fake tits and fake ass. I mean, like half of the girls out there got that. You know, what I'm saying she don't really got all of that. But what about that's the San Diego too? That's no matter where you go, a girl's gonna look like that. That's what all girls gonna look like these days, because that's just the environment that's, now. That's, that's the that's the temperature now. I would say Miami. I would say Miami's got it particularly more than like anywhere that I've been, bro, bro. Or even LA, I I see more natural girls in LA than I do in Miami. But we're not talking about who's natural. I'm talking about look wise. Yeah. Like these girls, I bro, I've been to darn near every place in the world. I seen some of the baddest looking girls in my fucking life in Miami. Like, but above but I, but, average. But Courtney, this goes back to my point, which is what, 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 what is it that you're looking for? Bro, because if you if you if we're just talking about who is attractive, that's that's it's 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 subjective or objective depending yes. on who the person is. This is my point. What I like is not what you like. But that's but what we're is, saying is by by general standards, someone who's naturally beautiful without a lot of accessory, a lot of like plastic surgery, makeup, lip filler, all those things is somebody who's naturally beautiful. I don't like those type of girls either. Yeah, I don't like those type of okay. girls either. I just showed you a picture of Michelle. Shout out to my girl Michelle because she looking bad. <laughs> Question: Talking about Michelle, <laughs> yes. would you say the same thing for Michelle Watterson? I don't find her attractive, bro. What? I don't find her attractive. I think I think Michelle Watterson is attractive. I think Michelle Watterson is good looking for sure. I think she's all right. For sure. Oh, I don't think she's, she's bad. Watching. She ain't no I mean, Valerie. She's, she no she's Valerie. not Valerie. But she ain't she's no attractive. Valerie. Yeah, Justin's about to pull up there. I will say, I will, you know, you know, you guys, gonna, you guys, I've seen both these, these women in person. This is just, this is just my, you know, my, my opinion. I will give mm-hmm. Holly Holm over Michelle Watterson, bro. What? You motherfucker! You said you would do what? Hell no! <laughs> Wait, I'll say that again. What did you say? I would, I will put Holly Holm over Michelle Watterson, bro. Nope. Uh, interesting. But you know, I, I can see that. I, yeah, I can't disagree. Yes. I can see that. Holly Holm, Holm, bro. Absolutely. Holly Holm got no sure. lips. Yeah, she does. My God, she got in person white lady lips. In person, bro, she's a beautiful <laughs> fucking woman. See? Her body. <laughs> Her body, bro. That's, that's funny as fuck. <laughs> to, that, to that point, though, I actually, you know, I love freckles, bro. Got lip injections that, you know, if a girl's just rocking her lips natural, I can appreciate that. I'm like, yo, like she's not, you know, that shit takes guts nowadays. I feel like every girl's got lip injections. Every girl, you know what I'm saying? Bro, I mean, yeah, I agree with you. Like, I don't like that fake ass. Is you know, titties don't really, you know, depends how it looks, you know. But I will. Bro, when we talking about Miami, bro, I don't give a fuck what you like. I don't give you like white girls, black girls. I don't give you like, you know, models, regular looking girls. I have never seen anything like Miami. That is shit is crazy. It's unbelievable. It's crazy out there. And you and, 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 and you trying to tell I'm not like I said, I'm not shitting on Valerie. Valerie is fucking bad. I will I will pay her fucking bills, bro. She shouldn't she shouldn't be fighting if I was around. If I was around, hey, you might. It, I already said this publicly already. It's already on. Um, it's publicly noted already, <laughs> baby. If you fuck with Uncle Hendo, you won't be fighting. Go talk to King Mo. <laughs> Go call King Mo. 
Get them on the phone. You know what I'm saying? I was seeing, I've seen that Venmo every month, baby. Let me know. But I'm telling you right now, I've been to Miami a lot of times. I can't believe, I can't believe y'all say this shit, bro. Justin. Have you been to LA? Justin. Justin. Come on, bro. Justin, come on, man. Are you fucking <laughs> no, kidding like, me? I'm a, I, listen, I'm not disagreeing with you. Miami literally has some of the baddest women on the planet. But it's funny because I was just talking about this with my boy the other day. He lives in Miami right now. Yes. And he was saying, like, versus LA, like, he, he really thinks, like, LA, the girls out here, like, are a bit more beautiful than they are. Like, Miami, the women are hot, right? Mm. There's a bunch of hot, sexy chicks in Miami. But there's more beautiful women in L.A., dog, low-key. And I actually, now that I live out here, I'm like, I see exactly what he's saying. I agree, mm. you know? Hey, man. Hey, I guess it's about preference. I don't know. L.A. LA's dope, too. There's more people in L.A., though, I think. You know what I mean? I love, I love the chicks in Miami. Don't get me wrong, you know? Yeah, you know I mean, I guess it's about preference. You know what I mean? That's, I think it is. I think it is. It is what it is. I think it's about preference for sure. For sure. Hey, man, but I I don't want y'all to cut this shit up and say Valerie's, like I said, Valerie's whack. I'm not saying that because I know I I know Chris be cutting this shit up in like 10, 30 seconds and shit. You know, I get a sound bite. You know what I mean? Yo, Valerie's ugly, dog. Looks like a swamp donkey, yo. That's a corny thing, Valerie. Looks like a swamp donkey. Cut that clip, Courtney. Absolutely. I know how y'all do. I don't know who who be cutting these clips, man, but y'all be putting me on like, man, I'd be like, I didn't say that like that. (laughs) You sure did. Yeah. All right, man, look, I, I... I, I appreciate I appreciate the interjection, you know what I'm saying? But I'm hey, gonna leave y'all to I, this. <laughs> appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, bro. Good seeing you. All right, let's get back on point. Uh, Sorry. We got a little detour. Sorry about that, y'all. Let's get back on point. Um, nah, that's cool. So, I think I think we needed that. We needed, we needed that. Because uh, he was he was wrong as hell just now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get back on um, point. Um so let's talk about her. You saying that so let's talk about like I was talking about. Um you were saying mm-hmm. that she focused too, too much on the social media stuff. Yeah. Well, not, I don't think she focused in too much on social media because I don't think social media is that much of a distraction. Um, if, if your only job is to train, I think everything else is the distraction, the modeling, the, the, the taking pictures with this person and that person and, you know, going out and doing the bottle service and this and that. It's like, it's a, that's a lot. And it, and it's a lot that dis- that distracts you from the main thing and i and i say this to people that that are around me that fight i want them to say the same thing to me if they ever see me in this position too and that is never forget the reason why you're here in the first place for valerie it may be different but for us as 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 men most of us that male mma fighters the reason why we're doing anything outside of fighting usually is because of fighting. So if I'm fighting and I get, you know, an endorsement deal for something, or I get, you know, more popular friends and I'm hanging out with certain comedians and actors and I'm doing all these things, I can never forget that the reason why I'm even able to do all of this is because of training is because of fighting. Mm -hmm. And that has to be number one. That has to always stay a priority so that, I'm, I continuously win and I can continue to live the lifestyle that I have or elevate my lifestyle. And I think for her, she's gotten a very extravagant lifestyle. She's, she's dating, you know, upper echelon men. She's living in a, in a very expensive city. And I know she's making really good money from all the endorsements and everything that she's making, plus her fight purse and everything else. And I just, I, it's at least to me, I don't know her life, obviously, but it just looks to me like 
she is very distracted by all those things. I can definitely, I can definitely see what you're saying. Like I said, I don't know her personally, but I can kind of see what you're saying. I feel like she is caught up in social media a little bit, you know what I mean? And I mean, yeah. how, how could you, how could you blame her though? You know, you're getting this tension, you're a superstar, you went from a regular now, you know, you got a shitload of fans, you're shaking your ass, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So it is what it is. Only fans, whatever it is. Hey man, get back on point. Uh, she did win the fight, so it is what it is. And uh, Yeah, she did win the fight. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what do you think about the main event? Uh, cyborg. cyborg. The main event was cyborg. cyborg. Yeah, I only saw the highlight of it. Man, I mean, I'm not surprised. That's all. That's honestly. all. You, that's all you needed to see, anyways. Don't yeah, worry. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I mean, cyborg. Cyborg, does, cyborg doing what cyborg does. Yeah, Sma- smashing, smashing girls' faces. You know what I'm saying, uh, bro? <laughs> um, I'm what good. I will say though is I'm very fucking excited for Sergio Pettis. Uh, defending his title, mm-hmm. I'm very excited about that fight. He's he's um, nice. Sergio is nasty, bro. To this day, that that sequence, that finishing sequence he had for his MMA debut is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I agree with that. It's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I agree with that. One hundred. I, I I I hope and I pray that I can have a uh, a performance like that one day, because that's that was one of the most beautiful things I have ever seen. Well, that your your uh your Bell- Bellator debut that was pretty nice. I you know you you got you got funky it was. with that. You got funky, you got funky. It sure. was it was, but you I know. think I don't know, man. That that whole thing was just fucked. Up. That whole sequence was beautiful. Yeah, he was nasty. He, he was caught nasty. the dude with, caught the dude with the right hand, punched him up a couple times in mouth, snatched up the neck, put him to sleep. Night night, night night. Total domination for sure. Um, so speaking of speaking of that. Um. First of all, I think we have some fights. Is it this weekend? Is there is there a fight card this weekend? Um, I'm pretty sure it's one every week. So, I think there is one this this weekend. Let's talk. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. Let's talk about the Kayla fight because it ties into Bellator. Kayla fought already, but I think what it is now is that she's uh she's a free agent. She's a free agent, and so so. It's so weird to me, man. Dana White is the most disrespectful motherfucker on the planet, bro. My man said, <laughs> Dana White was like, you might want to stay over there in PFL because they paying you good money to beat up cans. So stay over there. I want to, let's, let's stop right there and, and, and cut right there for a minute. Let's talk about this. Okay. Now, okay. in the beginning of this podcast, our, one of our first and second episodes, we went heavy. Mm-hmm. We went heavy on fighters pay. Right? Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. So, Let's let's start dissecting this now. Now okay. she's a free agent. This girl's getting paid millions of dollars over at PFL. Mm-hmm. Now she's a free agent. She's pretty sure that people are talking and people are saying that she might go to Bellator. Mm-hmm. Bro, why would you leave all this money when you guys complain about fighters, fighters pay? Why are you leaving that money and go somewhere else and, and, and potentially get less money? She's not going to get millions of dollars at, at, uh, at uh, Bellator. Are, are you? She could. It, it's, it's possible that she could. And here's why I say that. It's possible that she could because Kayla made a million dollars for winning the tournament. True. Which is something that Bellator already, they do that. Now, they have tournaments for a million dollars, right? They just don't have it. They don't have it for every division every year, like how PFL does. Mm-hmm. But 
I think if Kayla were to go to Bellator and they were paying her a quarter million dollars per fight or something crazy like that, that she that that is a better opportunity for her. And the, even though she may take a little bit of a pay cut because she's not making that million dollars up front, plus the money that she would make for each fight up until that point. But she would get a little bit more notoriety, which is the reason why people go into UFC and or Bellator, more so UFC than Bellator. But going from PFL to Bellator, it's obviously going to be her getting more uh, eyes on her from American fans. So question, why would you, would you go to Bellator or would you just go straight to the UFC? If I'm Kayla? Mm-hmm. It depends on what I want. So for me and what I want for myself and the reason why I'm fighting, I, I will pick the UFC eight out of 10 times because mm-hmm. what I want is uh, something that I can't get from fighting in Bellator. I don't think. Mm. And, and, but for, for Kayla, if it's money that you're looking for, I think if, if you're, if you're the true definition of what a fighter is a prize fighter, which is you are fighting for a prize, whoever's, whoever's giving out the biggest prize is where I'm going. Mm-hmm. If I have that mindset and I only care about money and I'm Kayla, I'm staying in PFL. 100%. What's the reason for me to go anywhere else? I'm making a million dollars a year plus every time I fight here. Mm-hmm. There's there's no reason for me to go anywhere else. But if she's looking for things outside of money, like glory, like respect no from variety. her peers, like respect from the MMA community, you have to go somewhere else because you're not going to get it in PFL, unfortunately. Mm. Julia Budd is there. Who the fuck knows? Who knows that? Who Julia Bud is? I know, you know, but we're both like hardcore MMA fans. We're both very deep into the sport, so we know some of these people. Don't but the average them. person has no idea who the fuck Julia Bud is. Don't disrespect my girl like that. I'm don't not disrespecting her. Like She's a great fighter, but nobody knows who she is. Don't don't say that. I like Julia. Am I wrong, Chris? Am I wrong? I don't know who she is. She don't even know who she is, and Chris be watching MMA, bro. Chris. Are you serious? Courtney, you have to understand something. Hold on. You have a very different experience than most people. I have a very different experience than most people. You got to be in the same room with all these people. You got to shoot all these fighters. You got to spend time with a lot of these fighters. Chris. I am a fan of the sport and I get, I'm watching all of these things, but Chris is, unless you are a super diehard fan, you're not going to know who she is. Chris. What's up? Bring your ass here, boy. <laughs> Chris, you don't know who Julia Budd is, bro? No. I can promise you right now, whenever people listen to this, oh shit. Whether this is YouTube or if it's whatever it is, let us know somehow, some way, if you if y'all know who Julia Budd is. Because I promise you that most people have no idea who she is. Oh my god. And and guess what, Courtney? This goes back to what we talked about many podcasts in the past. What? We've talked about it several times over. Chris. Bellator does a shit job of promoting. I didn't even know there was a fucking Bellator card on, on Friday. Hey, this this bring Chris back. <laughs> Chris. You don't know I'm searching Julie? her up. Sunni, help me, bro. My heart just my heart just Went to my balls right now. Julia Bud. 
You don't know former, Julia former Bush. featherweight champion of Bellator. She's big. Bro, she's beautiful. She is. She's jacked. She's jacked, jacked. bro. Beautiful. Beautiful, though. We're talking about this person, right? Fuck yeah. Yes. Yeah, Julia. Beautiful. Bush, yeah. She's a big girl. Beautiful though, but see, but what, I'm, like, but what I'm saying, oh uh, God, Courtney, she's beautiful, bro. Is yes, like okay, we you want to talk about you want to mention Julia Bud, and that's cool, but nobody knows who she is. Everybody knows who Cyborg is. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows who Cyborg. I mean, they a lot of people knew who Cyborg was before because of how she fights, but right. it, she didn't get as popular as she did until the UFC. She Amanda fought. Nunes is the star that she is because the UFC markets her. All these other fighters in the UFC are stars because the UFC knows how to market. Bellator doesn't. PFL does not. It's only about, really, PFL is only about skill. They're not marketing anything. Chris, you're a casual fan, bro. <laughs> Since I Dude, you really started mad about a this. business. I'm over here talking yeah. to Courtney and he's just stuck on you. <laughs> bro, Julia Buzz is shit, bro. I like Julia, man. I, oh, he's my cool. God. I'm, I'm not disputing that. Okay. Carry on. So what I'm saying to you, so so to answer your question, do I think Kayla should stay in the PFL? Simple answer. If she's in it for money, yes. If she's not in it for money and she's in it for glory, if she's in it for respect, if she's in it for uh, popularity among the MMA community and having a legacy that that everyone can agree to, she has to leave. She has to go to Bellator. She has to go to the UFC. If she leaves, I don't want to hear shit about money, bro. I don't want. I don't want to hear Why? shit about this because you. Well, we don't know how much money Bellator is going to pay her. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck who's going to pay whatever. If she leaves that situation, don't talk about. Don't complain about money. Don't cry, don't cry about money no more. I don't want to hear shit about that shit because she can pay. I don't think that's. A, I don't think that's fair. Yeah, it is fucking fair. I don't think. I don't think that. I don't think because that's fair. you're fighting. That's fair. You're fighting and you're getting paid and you're getting what you say you was, you know, what she's worth. You know what I mean? She's getting some nice little checks over there. Danny White even told her, "Stay your ass over there and get paid." Because when you come over here, baby, I ain't gonna pay you, boo boo. I ain't gonna pay you that, boo boo. <laughs> right. So then, so then, shouldn't this conversation be more about why Dana White won't pay her the amount of money? For the for the prospect that she is, it's his business. For the, you choose to bring okay. your ass over here. Now if is I that, tell you, now is that okay? If I tell you, you bring you come over here, motherfucker. I ain't gonna give you shit if I tell you that. No, I'm not agreeing. I, I, I'm agreeing with what you're saying. He he clearly laid it out for you. Don't come here if you're expecting to get paid the same amount of money. So in my mind, stay away. That's why she's not even looking at the UFC. She's looking at Bellator. But what I'm trying to, what I'm, I guess the point that I'm trying to make to you is, just because someone says, don't come over here. I'm not going to pay you that amount of money when they're the leader, the leading organization in the sport that you're in. The problem then should be looked at as at the organization, not the fighter themselves. Cause at what point is, at what point does, does the UFC pay somebody their worth? You know well, what I'm saying? Well, you know, though, cause there's other people that don't have that don't have, because if, if that's the case, if you want to if you want to make that statement, then everybody should leave the UFC and go to PFL and try to make a million dollars. They should. They should. One hundred. But only you, one. You but only one person right can make a million dollars. You you answer the question right there, bro. You you. That's only, what you need to listen to. But this is what I'm saying to you. Only one person in PFL can make a million dollars, and that's the person who wins the title in the UFC. All these people they're spreading the money out. So all I'm saying to you is. 
why if this organization is making billions of dollars on a yearly basis, can't the top people make the money like Kayla Harris is making? It's their company. Make it's a million a pro- dollars in a year. It's a problem. Sure, but but all I, but all, I'm not disputing that. All I'm asking is why is it that we cannot hold the company accountable when and, and you're trying to just hold the fighter accountable? I understand holding the fighter accountable. I'm not disputing that. But can we also hold the organizations accountable as well? I think like it's, that's a two sided question. You got to it's two it's two entities in this in this uh, this statement this question. So of course. This entity is making the, they're making their decision, so you got to make your decision on your end. They have the the more they they have the more uh, uh, equity in the in the in the in the deal, so they can they have more power, so they can dictate what they want. You need them; they don't need you. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying so. It's well, like, in reality, they do. The, the The UFC does need the fighters. They do need if, the fighters. If collectively, if collectively people stuck together, then yes. But yes. because everybody wants to be an individual, right. they don't need you because they can find another, right. you know, fighter because, to come in. Because, yeah. because no matter what, Sunni will still go to the UFC, and he knows the consequences. Yeah. That yeah. that that is the problem right there. That yeah. is the problem. If you. I mean, I say this shit all the time, and nobody wants to listen to me. The way you hurt a a, a corporation, a business, you hurt them financially. If these fighters like Sunni, all these fighters just like, okay, I'm gonna stick with, stay at PFL or go to Bellator and don't go to UFC, and it'll start hurting their money financially. They will start shifting. They'll have to shift. They'll have to do because they're a publicly traded company. They have to bring revenue in. And if it start hurting their revenue, their bottom end, they gotta start making adjustments. Motherfuckers but, but, are not no motherfuckers are not like they're they they know the consequences, they're still going there because they know if they go over there they get notoriety. You know what I mean? So they're still running over there. So why they need to change? If you got a flood uh, uh, the floodgates are just a uh, fighters are still coming in, coming in, coming in. I treat you like shit. I treat you like shit, and you still coming in, coming in, coming in. Do you think these motherfuckers are gonna change? Absolutely fucking not. They're not gonna change, bro. They're gonna do what and, they want. And that just goes. And it just goes to my point of they're they're not keeping. They're not thinking about this as a collective. The, the fighters, fighters are not. The fighters has to dictate it. Yeah. Not the company. Yeah. The fighters are gonna have to uh, to come come together as a collective. And, mm-hmm. and and if they really want to change what the UFC is doing, that's the only way. Mm-hmm. Hurt them in the pockets. When you start fucking with their money, the motherfuckers will start doing the, okay, okay, sorry, <laughs> son. Sorry, son. We'll do what you want? Okay, you want a million per fight? Cool. You get a million per fight? All right, son. <laughs> cool. That'll happen, but. Y'all motherfuckers are keep okay. running. Y'all motherfuckers keep running the UFC and doing the same, doing the same shit you're complaining about, but doing the same fucking, uh, you're doing the same actions, but you're expecting different results. You know, getting no in different results. Your actions got to change as a collective. Yeah. Yeah. But I, that's it, man. I ain't going to tell y'all motherfuckers nothing much, man. Hey, it is what it is. I'm giving you too much free game. Beautiful. You know what I mean? Um, so. If you're before we go, I just have this one question about Kayla. Then, mm-hmm. if you're Kayla, what do you do? I stay my ass where I'm at, or go to Bellator. But only way I go to Bellator if I'm getting the same amount of money or almost equal the amount of money that uh that I'm making at uh, PFL. Just because okay. she has a lot, a lot uh, of um eyes on her already. She brings. She's part of the biggest person in PFL right now. Biggest fighter. Yeah, she is. She is for sure. I would say so. 
that's I mean, she's a other than fucking, you know, you know, Amanda Nunez, she's the most talked about fighter. You know, female fighter. And cyborg. Female and cyborg. But not not like her. Not like her. Not like her. Not like Kayla. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Stay your ass there or go somewhere else. Okay. Now she goes to Bellator. How soon do you think she should be fighting Cyborg? Shit, ASAP Rocky. About another. Really? Why? Right, February. Because it's money. Why? That's you know how much money that fight gonna generate, bro. But do you think that she's ready to fight Cyborg? Nope. Nope. So then why should? So then so my question is why would she take that fight so soon? Because that's the only reason not. why she's going over there. And from a business okay. standpoint. So now, so now, so now, so now, here's my last last question on this, and I feel like we might talk about it a little bit more. But if Kayla goes to the Bellator, let's say she goes to Bellator, she fights two fights, wins two fights, fights for the belt next summer or next fall, right? Mm-hmm. This or this coming summer or this coming fall, and she wins. If she wins, do you see any reason for her at that point to say, I still want to go to the UFC? She has to go to the UFC. Why? Who, is, who else is she going to fight at Bellator if she goes to Bellator? Okay. So now this is this is getting into, this is the reason why I'm asking these questions because it goes back to what you're saying. And I think there's more nuance to it than just money. Because at the end of the day, if Kayla's goal is to become the best female fighter, of her generation, she has to fight and beat certain people. And if those people are in an organization that she's not in, she has to make a decision to enter into something that she may not want to enter into simply to have the opportunity to fight an Amanda Nunes. Right. So if you're going to, if that's your motive is to be, you know, if you're going in there just for eyes, you know, or to be publicly noted, like you're the best fighter, why would you even go to Bellator? Why don't you just go straight to the UFC? Skip Bellator. That's a great question. I don't know. Skip Bellator. Go to the UFC. They have a shit little, uh, uh, they have a lot of talent over there. If you need to be, if you want to be notarized as the best fighter, female fighter, don't even waste your time to Bellator. I'll go straight to the UFC, get some tune-up fights like how you're saying, test your skills out over there, fight Amanda Nunez. Because who else are you going to fight? Mm-hmm. I mean, even, 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 like, I don't think this, but this is what people think. Even people won't even give Cyborg the the the, the notoriety or the respect that she deserves because she lost to Amanda Nunez. Yeah, they they only look at her as one of the the best fighters in the world because she lost to Amanda Nunez. But you know why that is though? Why? And it's one thing and one thing only because of how Dana White shit on her after she lost. He made her seem like she wasn't that good. He made it seem like. She didn't want to fight Amanda Nunes again. Like she was scared. He did. He he destroyed her character as a fighter. And other people started to. Other people, you know, these these a lot of these casual fans, they listen to Dana White talk, and they just it's gold to them. So yeah. they heard him say that, and then they just repeat what he says. And now because he said that, she's no longer a, a great fighter, which is crazy. It's crazy. And all the accomplishments that she, uh, you know, that she accomplished, you know, all all the shit that she accomplished. And you guys, mm-hmm. you guys overlooked all that over over a fight. That's crazy. Over man. a fight. That's over a fight. crazy, man. That's so crazy. Me blows my mind. 
But the biggest thing that blows my fucking mind is Chris don't even know who Julia Bud is. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't worry, Chris. 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 He's gonna put it on the TV as soon as you get off this podcast. He's gonna be watching her fights. God bless you, man. And if I'm being honest, like she, she's she's good. She she has some exciting fights, but it's nothing. She looks scary as in my fuck, opinion. I'll tell you that much. It's, in my opinion, it's nothing that, that like we, we you have. It's not like must see TV. She's good. I'm done. I'm done talking to not both of you guys. I'm done talking to both of you guys. All right, that's cool. Uh, we don't have no more topics. Is there anything else that we wanted to talk about today? Anything you got to get off your chest? I don't. I don't like the way you guys disrespect of Julia Bud though. Ain't nobody disrespect Julia Bud. Hey, before we go though, next is it next week? I think it's next week. Next Saturday mm-hmm. or this Saturday coming? Uh, Misha Tate's fighting again. Who cares? Ooh, he said, who cares? Julia Bud. All right. Julia Bud. Nobody cares. You only care about Julia Bud, huh? Yes. Michael Chiesa is fighting too. Who cares? Sean Brady. He's fighting Sean Brady. You bugging. Who cares? Man, you really he really mad about this Julia Bud situation. <laughs> Joanne Calderwood. Don't know who that is. You don't know Joanne Calderwood? Oh, you know who he she knows. is. He just talks <laughs> you don't know who Julia Bud is. She has a baby voice. <laughs> you know who that motherfucker is, but you know who Julia Bud. Screaming casual right now, Chris. <laughs> that is that's hilarious. There's another um there's another card coming soon. Jose Aldo's fighting soon, no? When when is that? You know oh, man. Oh, he's fighting the next weekend. He's fighting Rob Font that next weekend. Are we betting on that fight or no? Weekend. Rob Font. Right, we can do that next we can do that next episode because I need to look you in your eyes. Who, who, I need to look you in your eyes and make this bet. Who are you going for? Aldo. Bro, let's put a thousand on that. You want to put a thousand on that? One thou wow. I don't know about a thousand. I want to spread it out a little bit. I gotta hold on to the money I won. Hey, I need my money back. A rough front, bro. One thousand. I don't know if you know how good this fight is. Brad Riddell versus uh, Rafael Fiziev. Yeah, that's a good fight. Who are you picking? I want to bet money on that. Rafael. Really? Yes, sir. Ah, okay, we could talk about this the next episode. I wanna, I wanna, I do wanna bet some money on that though. Shout but we got girl. some time, so we can talk. Shout, shout out to my girl. <laughs> let's put that right there. Let's put Michelle right here. Wait, yeah, let's put Michelle right you there. Are, you are, you, are fucking wild. Yeah. All right, hey, uh, Chris, <laughs> good, thank you for helping us with this remote setup and having Courtney over there acting like he's a superstar in your setup. I look good in a motherfucker, <laughs> bro. I'm like this. We're gonna stay here. We might we might move the uh the podcast here. We just live you stay at home remote with your little dog and shit, you know, curled up. You know what I'm saying? You're in Brooklyn over there hugging and shit. Y'all spooning. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whatever. Anyways, uh, uh shit. Good to talk to you as always, Courtney. All right, my um, guy. Miss you, man. Come home soon, bro. Yeah, I'll be back. I'm coming back later today. I'll be back. Hey, say bye to Michelle too, bro. Say bye. Bye, Michelle. All right, Michelle. Bye. <laughs> All right, my guy. Hey, man. Right, I'll see you. Uh, I'll see you soon, bro. All right. Hey, oh, one more, one more, one more, one more. Please comment, like, and subscribe to this Absolutely. podcast. Comment, like, and subscribe. Borchers boy, shout out to my boy, uh, Copy and Still, behind uh, the ones and twos, and uh, responsible for all the graphics. Chris, Copy and Still, that's our producer. Shout out to Chris. And we'll see yes, you on the next absolutely. episode, guys. We'll see you guys later. See you. Peace.